This is Bronx Bombers Beat with me, Nate Shelton. Let's get into it. All right, welcome into Bronx Bombers Beat. I am, of course, Nate Shelton. All kinds of good stuff to get to this week. Lots of news and notes. Gio Gonzalez signing a one-year deal with the Yankees this week. On Wednesday, a one-year deal, minor league deal, could potentially be worth up to $3 million if he makes the roster. Also, we'll get $300,000 for each additional start he makes. He can opt out on April 20th if he chooses. That's about the time that CC will be back, so if he is on the rotation, could lose his rotation spot when that happens. So he's excited. He, of course, you know, the Yankees, lots to play for. Nobody else was really making an offer for him, so he thought this would be a great time to make a move, get some big league action, possibly make a start. He has, of course, was a third runner-up for the Cy Young Award back in 2012. He had 21 wins. So he has a history of success, a solid starter, not a hard thrower, but one of those journeyman starters that can give you good outings and give you some nice wins along the way. So we'll see if he can make the roster this spring. He has, looks like he is getting ready to make his minor league debut this week, getting into shape. He's been throwing in the off season. So kind of getting ready. He's already been ready to get out there on the mound and face some live action. So he's excited for that. Speaking of, Luis Severino, he is out until after at least May 1st with that sore shoulder. He threw 25 pitches from 60 feet the other day. Said he felt great. Everything looked good. Shoulder feels fine. Just a matter of working it out and getting that strength built up again. He will throw 50 pitches the next time out here in a few days from 60 feet and just work on getting that shoulder strength and arm strength built back up since he's been shut down for a couple weeks. But he is behind, but he'll be back in within a month for the Yankees, which is good because the first part of the schedule is pretty soft for the team, so chance to get him some rest and ready to go while they, they uh, play some weaker competition. CC Sabathia, of course, had the emergency angioplasty surgery in January. He is now facing live batters in the minor league club. He had a three-inning outing, a struck out a couple, and did give up a home run in his start, but he said he felt good. Everything felt good coming out of his hand. Just wants to work on getting back with the big club and contributing for that World Series title this year, hopefully. So he's probably another couple weeks out. Probably the middle of April, he will be back with the team. So in the meantime, Lois Sega. Will look like he will nail down a rotation spot with the club. They're going to keep him on the roster as well. Probably use him out of the bullpen and starter this season. Uh, the fifth spot looks like it will probably be Luis Cessas. He's had a pretty good, solid spring so far. Probably just be temporary, of course, while uh, Severino and Cece work back from their injuries. But he will man the fifth spot in the rotation 
Also on the injury front, Dylan Batansis was shut down and put on the disabled list with a shoulder impingement. That's nothing super serious, but you don't want it to make it anything worse. So you know, shut him down for a little while, let him get worked out and get that shoulder back to full strength so he can be ready. Fortunately, the Yankees were prepared for something like this. They have that deep bullpen ready to go. They got Britton, Adovino, and Jonathan Holder, others that will be able to fill in for him while he is recovering. But along the position players, it looks like Aaron Boone is deciding he is going to go with two first basemen this year. Uh, keep Bird and Voigt both on the roster. See who has the better season. And both have been hitting the ball very well this spring. Of course, Greg Bird's problem has been injuries throughout his career. Had a mild scare this week when he got hit on the elbow by a pitch. Did a CT scan. Nothing negative came back. So he'll be back with the team this weekend as they wind down the spring ball and get ready for their big league opener on March 28th. So two first basemen. Going to have LeMahieu on the roster as well. Uh, Tyler Wade got injured, so that looks like it will open up, make the roster uh, spot flexibility a little easier. Mikhail Andahar has been having a solid spring with the bat and looking a little better defensively. Just as long as he can work out that double clutch on his throws, I think he'll do fine at third base this year. Tulowitzki starting to find his swing again after a dry spell in the middle of spring. Be nice things for the Yankees if he could get a glimpse of his former self on in the uh, batting order this year. So the Yankees starting to round into form just in time for the regular season. They've had a couple of nice games scoring 17 runs and 14 runs respectively and uh, two of their last few outings, so offense looks like it's rounding into form. Also on the injury front, Aaron Hicks, of course, has back has been dealing with back spasms. He will not be ready for the opening day, so probably have Brett Gardner manning the center field spot for now, and Stanton possibly playing left field until he is back. Uh, Jacoby Ellsbury just getting back onto the baseball field, getting into shape, had plantar fasciitis after saying off season he felt the best shape he'd been in for quite a while. Will he ever see a baseball field a game again? That is something to ask yourself. Uh, he's got two more years on his deal. Of course, the Yankees have that thing heavily insured, so it's, they got, like I said, some insurance on that. I wouldn't be surprised if they look to buy him out this coming offseason, but that's down the road. Uh, the other outfield spot, Clint Frazier, was actually just optioned down to Scranton Wilkes Bar this morning. So he'll be back in AAA trying to get back on the ball club. It's been a <clears throat> rough stretch for Clint Frazier the last couple of years. Of course, had that major concussion last year and took forever to finally work his way back just getting cleared before spring training started so hoping that Clint Frazier can kind of find himself again and show that promise that he had as a minor league stud that they acquired from the Cleveland Indians a couple years ago so 
that's your roster breakdown. But it looks like the Yankees are ready and itching to go for the regular season. Got a nice advantage coming out of the gate with a weaker schedule like I talked about. You got Baltimore twice, Detroit in there, and Houston as well. Of course, they're not weak, but kind of give you an idea what the Yankees will be dealing with early on in the season. Boston kind of has a rougher start in the schedule. They'll start in Seattle, so that's on the road. Not always easy, but they are the defending World Series champions. So it'll be nice if the Yankees could get out, jump out a little bit ahead on the division and make the Red Sox the ones that have to chase them instead of the other way around. Also, don't sleep on the Tampa Bay Rays. They did win 90 games last year, so they could definitely improve on their season last year when they only had, I think, two actual starting pitchers on their club. Uh, speaking of the Tampa Bay Rays, they did extend Blake Snell to a five-year deal. That's uh, kind of a rare deal for them as they usually let their stud starting pitchers walk at free agency, like what they did with Chris Archer and David Price, among others as well. So kind of says something about what they feel with Blake Snell as they've They've locked in with him. They are, of course, going to also go with the opener again as well this year. They did that quite a bit. <clears throat> as I said, they only had two starting pitchers last year. So uh, the Yankees also may be toying with that as well this year. Chad Green and Holder could get some spot starts in, in some spots here and there. So, of course, we all remember 2017, the wild card play-in game when Severino fails so miserably in the first inning Chad Green was able to come in and give a couple innings of solid solid work kind of right the ship again and the Yankees were on their way to that magical playoff run two years ago so be interesting to see what the Yankees do with the opener it's kind of becoming the new trend and have that starter non-starter come out to get things going for your club so a new twist to baseball of course I'm a traditionalist. I like the way things were. You know, we don't need to reinvent the wheel, especially with these shifts and other stuff like that. So it's fun for the fans. So we'll see how that goes if the Yankees decide to go along that route as well. Some other news that is semi-Yankees related. Mike Trout re uh, extended with the Angels this week. A 12-year, $430 million deal. I bring that up because Aaron Judge will soon be a free agent. And Yankees, of course, are going to be committed to him. So this could kind of set the market for what his worth will be coming forward. Of course, if he has a MVP caliber season that everybody's expecting and can stay healthy, he can really set the market for what he is worth. So pair that along with Bryce Harper's 13-year deal and $300 million. Along also with uh, Paul Goldschmidt of the Cardinals extending for five years, we kind of start to get an idea of what the Yankees are going to have to commit to with Aaron Judge if they want to keep him the center of this ball club. Of course, he's becoming and has become the face of the franchise the last two years. Just kind of set himself in that role on the Yankees team that we've seen in the past, of course, with Derek Jeter, uh, Don Mattingly, guys that have that presence around them that they are the leader of the team without really having to say that. And Jer Aaron Judge has definitely set himself in that role 
from this club. So you know the Yankees are going to do what they can to keep him on the club for years to come. May not get a 12- or 13-year deal um, coming out. We'll, we'll see. The Yankees, of course, with their recent history on the super long contracts with what they decided on Robinson Cano and after the Jaco Jacoby Ellsbury fiasco contract, uh, they're kind of leery of long-term deals. So we'll see if they go the five-year route or they do commit longer. He is a little older than you know your third or fourth-year guy on the club. He's 26 right now, as Mike Trout and Bryce Harper are 20, still 26, and they've been in in the big leagues for five or six years now. So. Be interesting to see what kind of commitment the Yankees give them. Of course, they get, did make sure they had some flexibility going forward with the young guys. They, they also just re-upped Aaron Hicks on a seven-year, $70 million deal. A nice little contract when his th age 32-year season comes up. So that could be something Aaron Judge looks at. I, obviously, the dollar amount will probably be a lot more, but that could be the ballpark years that the Yankees will give to him with that Aaron Hicks contract about the time his prime is over, the contract would probably end, I would imagine. So we'll see what the Yankees have in store for that, but that flexibility with Gary Sanchez going to be do a major league deal here pretty soon. Of course, they're still on the minor league contracts and getting heck of a deal on those. Uh, Didi is going to be need to be re-upped this offseason, possibly depending on how he does after his Tommy John surgery. Uh, I, but I foresee him staying with the club since they only signed Tulowitzki to fill that spot for this year and did not go after Machado. And, of course, you got Miguel Andahar as well. So some decisions need to be made. The Yankees have left themselves plenty of flexibility. They didn't go crazy in the offseason with free agent signings. So Cashman we trust. You know he's going to take care of his guys. So just a little bit of market watch there, if you will, on the future for the Yankees. Young guys, when they are due their contracts, lots of big stuff. Look ahead to the club this year. Of course, like I said, the season starts on March 28th with Baltimore. So I will, of course, have recaps on the first couple games of the season. See how the season starts, what to look for with the Yankees going forward. And we'll all do that next week. Another episode of Bronx Bombers Beat. You're listening to Bronx Bombers Beat with me, Nate Shelton, part of the MTMV Podcast Network. Sports fans rejoice. My team, my voice. What's good? It's your boy, Stephen Malcolm, and you are listening to MTMV Sports. Let's get it.